Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. New Roads. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Agri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of Welcome back in the zone for hour two. Happy to be with you. Kevin Kelly's here. Just have to take my word for it. Talk to him in a second. We got the red white report coming up. Um, and Joe Klein is here with his seventy-five cent wings that are gone, which we just discovered. Are they all gone? I brought for you, and I ate most of them. I ate one off the floor. I did my part. Let me get Jake in here real quick, and then um, we'll get to the red white, and then talk to Coach Kelly about Razorback football. What do you say there, Jake? Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? Jake, it's wonderful. Thanks for asking. What's going on with you? All right. Oh, just driving, man, heading up to Green Bay. You know me. That's what you do. Jake is a truck driver, for Uh, those who don't know. Yes, sir. He was also in the military, for those who don't know. Yes, sir, I was. Yes, sir. sir. Thank you, Justin. Hope you have a great great, uh, November 11th, my friend. I'll be thinking about you. All right. Hey, listen, on November 11th, my daughter, who's a senior on the Cabot Dance team, is going for a three-peat. State championship. Well, well, well. Let's so go. I will be, yeah. So I will be in Alma cheering on my 17 year old daughter. That's who, a way to uh, celebrate Veterans Day, Jake. Buddy. Nice. Hey, I was going to give you some background real quick on Tulsa King. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's really good. It's, so it starts out, and I'm not going to, I won't, no spoilers here. Okay. It starts out like he gets out of jail after like 20 years for, for not, basically not ratting somebody yep. out or something. And he gets out, and he's like, he was like a capo, and he thinks he's going to get basically the keys to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I think the guy's son did, or whatever, who Sloan uh, does not like. And so they send him to Tulsa, to try to start something there, but basically to get rid of him. Yep. And then he kind of starts it going there in Tulsa. Only thing I don't like about it, it portrays Tulsa as like a like small podunk town, mm-hmm. and there's like a million people in Tulsa. Yeah, so, it's, it's a million people. Uh, it's a million that, rednecks. Actually, you're right. It's not a small town. Yeah, it's a big. It's a big redneck town. Yeah. But anyway, it, it is good. It's worth a watch. And I, w- I just wanted to ask uh, Joe two things. Number one, um, do you have smoked wings that are not like with no sauce on them, just like dry roast? Just, just ask for the. Uh, they'll cook them how you like them. The David Basil. The the Basil, but Basil doesn't even like dry rub on them. But no, they can. Can you, you guys still hear me? Yes. Yeah, if you just say you want them naked and sprinkle them with dry rub, or they can bring some dry rub out to you and you can do it how you want it. I mean, it's... I'm just down say, with that, man. I'm coming, I'm coming there Friday night, dude. Just say, just say, you, want I, them, say you want them naked. That's the basil. Yes, sir. That's the basil special. Yes, sir. They might, now, since, since we don't have bourbon, the, it used to be like a number eight was a, the basil special. Naked wings with a glass of bourbon. <laughs> now he's on tequila. Yeah. But elsewhere, apparently, because hey, she got rid of it. <laughs> one more one more thing real quick, basketball, basketball question. Have you guys noticed that, I, I don't know what Trevor Brazil's vertical is. I know it's through the roof. But, I mean, he has won every jump ball so far this year by far. Yeah. Even over Edie. Did you guys hmm. notice that? Didn't. What is that, his vertical? And, and uh, just about that. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate no, the call. He's no, safe out there. A I lot. Mean, no, he has a good vertical. He's also long. Is there anything less important than the jump ball in, in 2023? I like it. I mean, I, I don't like the alternating. But I, I'm saying you yeah, jump I it once. I wish they jump it off when you get tied yeah, up. Yeah, I, I don't like alternating. I'd be fine things. with that, but I'm saying the jump ball in the opening part yeah, of the game is dumb. Nothing. Who's the shortest guy? Well, how are you going to do it? You're going to kick off or what are you going to do? Give it to the team. Flip a coin first. Flip a coin. Give it to the I do like it starts like that, but yeah, it is. What? Defer. Defer to the second half. Well, you you alternate possession the rest of the game. What difference does it make? I mean, it's just dumb. I think it's stupid. Anyway, my, I'm fine gets with the it. Ball first. I wish they would do it the whole time. Honestly, like I'm with you. I wish they would do a jump ball the I whole did. time. I think if you're going to do one or the other. Yeah, that's my point. No, that's what I'm I saying. Agree. You don't do it one time like that. That's silly. 
Um, we who, used to do that. That's not recorded. That I agree with you, is it? No. Okay. Who's the? Who's the? Uh, nobody's listening anyway. Who's the? Uh, who's the shortest guy you think you ever jumped jumped against in college oh. or beyond? That was, you know, little guy, five ten. Yeah. <laughs> Did some, you see the Zach Eady thing the other night? Oh yeah, some some like that. I yeah. Mean, guy that came in and if you know you're not going to win, came anyway, out of nowhere yeah. and tied yeah. up the ball, you know, and or something like, or on a rebound, I brought it down or something like that, and. Yeah, it was it was odd. How did you handle that? Did you try to make him look bad, or did you give him a shot? I tried to make him look bad because <laughs> I knew that the rest of my life in the NBA, when I was jumping, they were going to make me look bad. <laughs> Play. I paid it forward. <laughs> did you jump center most of the time when you were starting? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Did you jump when you were going against a little guy and just reach up and tap it, or did what you was actually you jump? get off your feet, J- jump, jump, that, all that? Jump, Joe, jump. Get up off of your feet. Don't, uh, don't yeah. record that. Don't record that, Christian. <laughs> really worried about being recorded today. He's paranoid today, yeah. yeah you don't, y'all didn't have those cheers? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, thank you. Wes. We had S-I-N-K, sink it, Justin, sink it. We had that. We didn't have the jump thing, but that's they cool. They did. They were just yelling it for somebody else. Yeah, they're you not tell, They're that. not yelling at you. No, we did not have a jump. I jumped center until like ninth, ninth oh, grade. Like, get up off of your I'm in the same feet. size since I was like 12. Something, something that rhymed with get up off of your feet. So. That's a, uh, who sang that? Get up off your feet. Is that Technotronic? That was a good song. Yeah, the the Belgium group? No. I thought Are they? Just a cheer yeah, they're by from cheer Technotronic from Belgium? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I mean, I, the I, Pump Up the Jams, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And John Mark Goings. He, well, like he's he a guy. He is kind of. Jump, 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 Joe, leap. How get up off of your feet. Jump, Joe, leap. Get, get up, up, up off, off your, your feet. feet. Okay, thank you, John Mark. <laughs> he's having to put words together to make that. Dear Lord. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Between... Loaves of bread and stupid chance. We're flirting <laughs> with becoming morning mayhem. You're killing it. <laughs> Tulsa King, I thought, had you going in the right direction. Excellent yeah. series. Did you see the documentary on Sly yet? I haven't. I want to. I, I started like watching it. I tell you what, if you throw in a, a really bad Elvis song, we're there. <laughs> I love Tulsa King. You mean any Elvis song? <laughs> I didn't say that. I did. Um, Eric Musselman. Working his way through his show last night. It wasn't easy because his voice was not top-notch. But uh, talking about Battle, who led them in scoring off the bench. Well, he's a, he's just an explosive scorer. He's got great range. He can beat people off the bounce. He's an incredible one-on-one player in isolations. And you can bring him off screens, too, single-double screens. And um, he's a, he's got a quick, quick release and can rise up. He can. All those things are true. There's Moss on team motivation. We really do. You know, a lot of times we're out there playing with three point guards. Um, when 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 we recruited Traymond Mark, we thought that you know he was a guy that was going to be able to turn into somewhat of a point guard, and that's been the case. And then you had Devo Davis out there, and then obviously L. Ellis, Layden Blocker was out there uh, as well. So we we for the most part have had three guys that can kind of be primary ball handlers. And we always talk about the basketball having eyes and just let the ball do the magic, kind of. Let the ball uh, find an open teammate. They've done a great job of that. I, I will say, in the first two games, for having that many new guys, and I, thought, I think the ball movement has been the most impressive thing I've seen. What did he say? They had like 260 passes the other night, 200 to the something Out yeah. of everything they've done these first two games, I think that's the, the best thing they've done. Their ball movement and, and getting it side to side, and, and guys aren't holding it. I mean, mm-hmm. they're shooting it, driving it, or passing it. The ball doesn't stick. Stagnant bad. Yeah, and so, I mean, <clears throat> and again, I think last year that was a problem, but that's usually a problem when you have freshmen because freshmen are going to get it, and that, what are they thinking? And what The same thing they thought in high school, I can take this guy, I can, I can, and instead of just, hey, man, let it let it happen. And, I, again, that's a maturity of a, the team being a little more mature, as Coach Muss has talked about over and over again. But I, I, I absolutely, I thought the ball movement at Purdue was, again, for the first game, 
I thought it was phenomenal. Our, uh, it was excellent. Arkansas's women lost or lost one last night narrowly, eighty-one seventy-six over Louisiana Monroe. Uh, and again, the freshman Talia Scott, a freshman record, twenty-nine points in the debut. So we'll keep an eye on her. Five-nine. That's that's getting it. It's good to know people from my Kansas. my size can ball out. <laughs> yes, or Florida, which is a lot like Kansas. You think she played for the Kansas men's team, scoring twenty-nine in her first game? That's impressive. All right, let's bring in uh, Coach Kelly here officially now. Kevin Kelly dominated high school football in Arkansas, winning nine state titles in 18 years at Pulaski Academy. He's now turning his attention to dominating the airwaves on the zone. He's brought to you by the Little Rock Athletic Club, who's currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility. Little Rock Athletic Club. No contracts and save 30% off joining fees. Um... How's that coming along? Have you heard on the pickleball? Are we getting close? I don't know about close. I think they're making better progress than I would see in normal construction. Okay. So that's something. Yeah, that. yeah, because construction, you think of it as always delayed for some reason. How are you? Good, good. How are you? I'm great. Hey, Christian, I think we need an open for Joe. We used to have one. It was pretty good. If it well, ain't Corky's, well, it's blank. Oh, that was... That was a good open back in the yeah. day. But I think we could get a new one for Joe, maybe something. Yeah. What would you, uh, what would you pick for your open music? Uh, Hell's Bells. Oh, okay. <laughs> everybody's going to think it's... I like it. Everybody's going to think it's third down. <clears throat> it's pretty good. If you'll sing it, I'll do it. I love the guitar. You the, can have anything. Yeah, that's good. That was, a, that, was a, that was a pre-gamer for me. As long as it's not Beach Boys or Heart, you can have whatever you want. It always scared me going to another team's stadium when they played Hell's Bells and they were coming out. I'm like, oh my Everybody goodness. does it now, though. It's so cliche. It's going to be tough. Really? Yeah. Are you scared, are you? Yeah. Yeah, not... Um, how are you? Great. Good. Dominated a buffet last night. I don't know about the airwaves. I've been to a buffet in so long. Where'd you go? Uh, the press box of the Ball State <laughs> matching game last night. <laughs> you were there? Yeah. How'd they do? Uh, Ball State won by a field goal with zero seconds left. I watched mm. none of that. It was the worst ending. It was the worst game to watch in the history of college football, almost, except for the Arkansas Mississippi State game, seven to three. Oh, that's right. But it was it was bad. It was really bad. What no, was the score? 17-14, but it was largely because of turnovers and short fields. Both teams ended up with right at 200 yards total offense. Which you know what I was watching the other night? Well, Maction um, is not Maction. No, anymore, not right now. The, yeah, that... the other night was Friday, and we were at a, we were out of town, and, and the bar we were going to go to that was local was like 45 minutes away. We're like, no. So we ended up going to a B-dubs. We were in Florence, Alabama. And I'm sitting down, and we're watching uh, Dartmouth and Princeton. Oh my God! Is that the one that had bad was on bad beats? I don't know for about the field that. goal at the end of the game. I don't know, Coach. Oh, but it's so awful. I'm like, if you ever rank an Ivy team again, you are you you you're an idiot. I'm sorry that those teams have no business being ranked. And I know they don't play in the postseason. And I realize all those guys are the future leaders of America. Columbia hasn't won a game all year. I'm like, how bad is Columbia, for God's they've, sake? They've been bad for a while. Coach, they're so bad. <laughs> no, they've been bad well, the fact while. that one of these Ivy schools... I'm like, if you're going to field a team... Keeping the tradition They going. are. They are. They are. I don't uh, know why they, they, call, they called, called me back in, like, 2014. They should call you now. To go to Columbia. And, uh, and, and uh, I looked the at their film, listen, and I was like... Listen. They're playing like... They're playing like middle school football. Coach, I'm telling you. There's no doubt in my mind that Conway could beat one of the one of the Ivy schools. I'm serious. They're so bad. I think that's like saying no, it's not. That's like saying that the Panthers could be beaten by Alabama. I mean, you think they could, and and they're playing way better football, but uh, yeah, they're so bad. It's embarrassing. Uh, they, I was like, this is good. I, th- it looks like bad high school football. It was yeah. so bad. No, it's bad. The thing about the Ivy League though is they should buy into the analytics side of things. They're nerds. I think that'd be a perfect fit for you. Actually, I think they're trying to separate themselves from it. From being nerdy? <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're not nerds, we're football players. Well, we they should separate that. themselves from we being, don't believe in that being bad crap. at football. We're not buying into that number Well, stuff. they're not going to separate themselves from being bad at football until they get a coach that knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I think it'd be perfect for you. So Every once in a while, there's an Ivy League team that's... I mean, we got Fitz Magic out of Harvard, right? Mm-hmm. Harvard was ranked earlier this year. That, I'm like, there's no way. That can, no, I know. That's, <clears> that's ridiculous. Anyway. Okay. Um, Arkansas won. Did you hear? I did. What'd you think? I don't want to say I predicted it, but I said I'd be very close and have a chance to win at the end, and he did just that. Everybody always the line gets was far. three. Look at no, oh, no, but no, but no, but no, but look, uh, ask the Razorback fans, and seventy-something percent of the people uh, were not just they picked the other team straight up, and that's out of like the fifty thousand poll I saw. So mm-hmm. nobody's picking Arkansas to win because of the way they've looked, 
But just like the Raiders, when you make a change, there's a spark, and you said it while ago, Wes. There's an ins- they look more inspired mm-hmm. to play. Well, that lasts for a little while, and then it How takes long? a turn. Down. Uh, sometimes one week. Hmm. They sometimes need it to last two weeks. weeks. They don't need it to last three weeks. They need it to last two weeks. No, they need it this week. They need to beat Auburn. And they're pretty, they're favored. We're a favorite over Auburn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is unbelievable to me. By a field goal or so. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think about Auburn? Why is it unbelievable? You, you've lost five games in a row. Six. Six, God. We didn't lose six in a row, Six in a row. Did we? God, six games. It's even worse than I thought. But they won We one. lost six in a row. They we won, won one in a row. Run. And, I, and it's just, it just I, I don't think you should be favored over a five and four Auburn team. Look at who Auburn's beaten. Matter of fact, if I'm at Arkansas coaching, I wish they yeah. weren't. I would want to not be favored. So you know who they say, beat? Hey, we beat four, they beat you know. five teams. That's who they beat. Well, yeah. they just beat Vanderbilt. Okay. And they beat Mississippi State, which, which is more than Arkansas we did. couldn't. If Pittman would have fired him a week earlier, they would have beaten Mississippi State. But then maybe. we would have lost to Florida, maybe. Maybe, but. <laughs> I mean. Anyway. But you can't say if. I mean, uh, yeah. You we, can. Well, you can, you and I go, you know, if my aunt had male body parts, she'd be my uncle. Right. You know, it's not the real, you know. <laughs> if aunt, uncle. Yeah. But 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 I, I just find it's, you got a 5-4 and four Auburn team <laughs> with a solid defense. <laughs> You've got Arkansas that showed one flash of brilliance, you know, and really, was it a flash of brilliance, or was it that the Florida Gators were just innately stupid? Well, they're shorthanded, and they also missed a field goal late. That they probably should never been able to attempt. They were coming off the Georgia defeat. That's true. Big rivalry game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of factors I think that played in. And I'm glad Arkansas won. I'm just saying. Did you? I don't notice, think we can go. We're back, baby. Did you see you know? things offensively that you thought looked a lot different, or did you? Did you see them? I saw KJ running the ball a lot more. Okay. It looked you know. to me like they tried to get outside. It looked like there was a little bit of. I mean, they didn't do it every play, but it looked like there's some a little bit of misdirection stuff. Yeah. You know, the, the, the turning point in the game was when. They when Arkansas had a fourth and one, KJ runs outside, doesn't make it, and they're offside. Mm-hmm. And they that yeah. was the if that mm-hmm. play doesn't happen, I think Arkansas probably didn't win. And the they game. took some shots Ooh. downfield, which yeah, yeah, yeah. They took a couple shots downfield that loosens up the defense. They did some good things. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They did some better things. There were some better, I thought, conceptual play calling. I don't think they fixed KJ, and I think he's fixable. I don't think they fixed KJ. I don't think they fixed his pre-snap reads, getting the ball out. And but I thought I thought it was good. You might as well let the guy run. He's probably not coming back next year. You got Some, a few games left. You got to win. I mean, let him run. Somebody said that the blocking scheme they they fired, and I, I I found it odd that instead of like they were firing trying to go downhill blocking and running instead of, I guess, not do that and run the ball. It was so, yeah, I mean, it's a to, me, I, I, to me, not being a coach of football, obviously, but I thought any time you're run, doing a running play, you're firing off. Not in today's game. There's gap scheme blocking and, inside, and, and zone blocking, inside mm-hmm. and outside. And inside and outside zone blocking, you combo block with two guys on the guy between them. And then whichever side the running play is going to, that guy, one guy works his way around to that side. The backside guy does, and the front side guy is supposed to leave. So you're really never firing downfield off the snap. Pin and now, pull? It's not necessarily pin and pull. I just like good, that term. I don't know what that yeah. means. No, there is, pin and pulls are better than, than zone blocking schemes. But if you do other kind of blocking schemes... You know, you take the guy that's got, if the guy is between two guys, if the play is to the right, he fires off and this guy fires off. And that probably, it's an easier way to block. I ran almost exclusively that kind of blocking at PA because we had small kids. They needed to get ahead of steam to go block somebody. You couldn't count on them to just block sideways. Zone blocking is really stepping sideways. Angular sideways, so you don't get to build up speed and go downhill and attack. And what do people want to do in football? Offensive linemen want to attack, mm-hmm. but you're really taking the attack mode away. Now, coaches of offensive linemen, no, we're telling them to attack. Yeah, but you're not letting them run forward and attack. They're having to step sideways. That's not attacking. Hmm. So you think was that was that a valid statement? Somebody said, did you think you saw any of that? I mean, yeah, I, I thought there was. I thought there was some of that. But I, I now, said, would that be? When they say they're simplifying it or dumbing it down, however you want to do it, would that would that be a easier way if you're offensive? far easier way? Yeah. Because yeah. the timing when you when you when you zone block inside zone, for instance, and you got two guys taking on one, there's a timing mechanism. 
the guy that's to the play that the the, the side that the ball's going to. So say like you can see my hands and we're going zone and we're running inside zone left. These two guys block this guy. And this guy right here that's supposed to go to block the linebacker, after we secure, this guy can work his way around, and then he gets to leave. Well, if this guy never works his way around, it's done. he doesn't yeah. know when he gets to leave, yeah. and you're nobody's blocking the linebacker. If he leaves too soon, this guy shoots the gap between them and stops it too. So it's way easier because there's no timing, there's no leverage, there's no, it's like is my, my guy where he's my supposed to be? right there, I'm going to go hit him. Yeah, that's my guy. Go <laughs> hit that guy. Yeah. Okay. Do you eat an entire loaf of bread? Let's <laughs> bring it all back. You, you, yeah. by that. you, you eat an entire loaf I was of bread about that. listening to an Elvis song. I do. I, I think, <laughs> first of all, y'all gave the heel a bad name. I like heels. I just said it's I the best piece of time. I know, I know. I, I think... I'll uh, tolerate a heel. Uh-huh. I'll tolerate it. Well, you said you, you eat the whole loaf. You do loaf. every day when you come in here and hang I don't often eat the whole loaf, although I will say last week, I was my wife was gone for a bit, and I was struggling for food because she's really good about making sure I have food yeah. and, and she just likes doing that and you don't know where the grocery store no, is no the, the bread was green so I had to scissor it all oh there we go or just I just pulled out the green and, and made me a sandwich absolutely out of that. but actually That's I toasted a man. it you're a man well I started to eat some of the green I don't mind a little green they say make penicillin washed out it down of it with maybe some, it's washed maybe it down it's, with some lumpy milk no no I'm not touching the milk that's where we roll. I'm not touching. I'm not, <laughs> not touching the man. milk. If it's got the date on it that's expired, even if the milk isn't expired, oh, oh you're gonna smell it. You're not a. You mean you? If it doesn't smell, you. I'm, I, unless you I'm it? starving to death, I'm out. You dump just because yeah, of the no, day. no. I leave it and let my wife do what she wants to with it. Oh, Maybe man. she can feed it to the dogs or something. I was so. But I'm not. I was so inspired by the. They put the date. The that's the only date bread. thing. Only date thing that I pay attention to. Boo. Huh? Joe. Moldy Boo. bread and spoiled Boo. milk are a bad combination. Joe, we're going to let you get out of here. 75 cent wing yep, on. Yep, on calls Wednesday. for a holiday feast. Thanksgiving's coming up. Got great deals on turkeys and hams and all that good stuff. Hey, what thanks about for the wings, Joe. I have something <laughs> to play for Joe. Okay. But it's downloading into the system now. Okay, Joe, stay tuned. Okay. You get those in your car. Okay. Um, what uh, What about if you happen to be throwing a party over the holidays? Like, I'm saying, say you're having right. a festivist party. Holiday feast, man. Talk to me. Glazed ham? No, no, no. I'm talking about like I need a bulk order for about, like oh. 25 people. What do you want? You want pulled pork. Pulled pork. We got got it by the pound. Uh, by the got brisket, ribs. I want uh, wings chicken. made by you. You can do as we were talking earlier. We can do wings made by me. We can do pieces of chicken which have the thigh. I want thighs. And we can get you all the thighs you want. No, I. You would think you were at. One of those places. One of those There'd places. There'd be so much so many so thighs. Many thighs going around. <laughs> Joe, you were festive today. I like it. I know, I was, I'm back. I'm back. It's great to see you. Hey, that big all, contract with ESPN to do the basketball. Well, he's, shred, he's shredding all that weight. He's got yeah. all this new energy. He's like Pat well, no, I, I was. You come at, in a tank top next week. I was up at 6.30 walking the hills with my wife. Let's go! Yeah, it's just, when, when she was about 20 yards in front of me, that's what she was saying. She would turn around <laughs> and look at us. Like, <laughs> you certainly have to take one step for every five of hers. What's your problem? I'm carrying a bigger load. I'm a I'm a semi. She's a little Fiat going up the road there. I'm I'm I've got a, so that's a good, good analogy. analogy yeah. actually, really, really <laughs> was. All right, we'll leave it at that then. Thanks, See Joe. You guys. Thank you. Landon Jackson joins Morning Mayhem each Friday, presented by Arkansas Storm Shelters, serving Arkansas for 16 years. Find them at ArkansasStormShelter.com. Sports the weekend in football began last night with the Mid-American Conference, or as folks like to call it, Maction. Western Michigan topped Central Michigan 38-28. Ball State beat Northern Iowa 20-17. And Ohio beat Buffalo 20-10. Three more games in the MAC tonight. Bowling Green takes on Kent State. Miami of Ohio hosts Akron. And Toledo hosts Eastern Michigan. One big result in college basketball last night. The number 20-ranked Baylor Bears rallied past Auburn 88-82. It was the freshman, Jacoby Walter, with 28 points in his debut for the Baylor Bears. In other college basketball news, Bill Self has amended his contract at Kansas, essentially now signs a lifetime contract with the Jayhawks. He is set up to make over $53 million for the next five years. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests. 
Also, polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sward, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Come catch this week's NFL action at Brewskies with the legendary Brewskytron and plenty of TVs. Monday night, it's the Chargers and the Jets. Thursday night, the Panthers battle the Bears. NFL Sunday starts at 11 a.m. with Sunday Funday drink specials and the Gridiron Brunch features the Sunday night matchup of the Jets and the Raiders. And next Monday, it's the Broncos versus the Bills. For more info, check us out online. Brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewskies, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. Can't get enough of us on the radio? Follow us on Twitter at JustinAquy7, at Wes underscore more, and at CWeaver1037. chit-chatting now that we get the video people can tell we're in here just like shooting the bowler like yeah. hey turn the mics on stupid and i'm like well i can't tell you all the stuff we're talking about off the should mic should i stay sitting here you're perfect you do whatever you want you can move over here i if like you want. sitting by west except for he looks so good compared to me well if you sit here it's better for eye contact so you can sit over here if you want to but we'll have to move your things around well you don't have to do it right this second it's okay Ah, do whatever you want. I don't care. Go ahead. I'll talk to michael felder while you guys are screwing around over there uh let's bring in michael on the brand of moving and storage hotline hello michael What's going on, guys? Well, we, we're we all over the damn place today. So uh, we have a video system now, so now all our shows are streamed because they're like, wow, uh, the show wasn't bad enough when it was just on the radio. Now you're going to stick it on video, too, so you can watch it on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter. But then on top of that, um, we're kind of all over the place today. We were talking about uh, loaves of bread and Joe Bryan barbecue wings, and we got all sidetracked, Joe Klein. So um, loaves of bread, Michael, you're a foodie. Do you, do you finish your loaves of bread? Do you find purposes for all the pieces? Or do you toss the uh, heels or other portions of the of the bread? Oh, the ends. I love the ends. That's my favorite. You, you tell me what. You get a little sausage and uh, a little sausage on a, on a cold winter day. Hot sausage on a, on a little end. You don't want all the bread. You just want a little bit of bread. That's my favorite. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think we've bought a loaf of bread in seven years, eight years. I make all my own bread. So we're we're in business. Okay. Makes all his own bread. Now, I'll make some yeah. beer bread, and I'll make some focaccia bread now and again, but I'm not making, like, sandwich bread. That's that's impressive. Yeah, the Amish. I make an Amish white loaf. Can't beat it. And um, I'll tell you what, I make that. I make a, you know, I make focaccia. I make, um, I make croissant. Like, I do. I'm all, I'm all in on all this. Mm, this dude's serious. That's impressive. Biscuits, of course. I'm from the South. Yes, of course, obviously. 
the uh, preferred the preferred form of bread. Um, so last weekend we had a lot of good games. I mean, the Alabama yeah. LSU game was good until um, Daniels got knocked out, hey. and then uh, you know Tennessee or not Tennessee, uh, Missouri gave Georgia mm-hmm. a pretty good game. I mean, yep. it kind of lived up to the hype. I was pretty pleased with what we got to see last weekend. I was pleased too. I thought Georgia was going to pull away, and they just couldn't do it, which you know makes you kind of makes you think a little bit more. Obviously, Florida State was able to. Florida State's doing this like slow move that they do. Uh, USC and, and Washington was interesting, obviously. And I'll say this right now: anyone that's upset with um, Caleb Williams being that upset about losing, like he has, like he doesn't have a problem. You have a problem. I don't get he's that. He's trying his best, and they don't. They just there. He can't get the support that he needs from his team, and because he can't do it all by himself, this is it's really hard. And I thought the Texas game was interesting because Kansas State could have kicked the field goal and got oh. a reprieve and had a chance to win the game. Yes, so that was interesting. Alabama to me though, and I, you know what? I'd be interested to hear coaches' thought on this. Um, neighbors early so good. They did a really good job of hiding him, and then Alabama adjusted that defense at halftime. And then all of a sudden, he doesn't do anything. Malik Neighbors, coach, did you watch LSU? Yeah, Alabama? I watched it, and, and, and God, I wish Daniels wouldn't have gone out. I think it was headed a certain direction anyway. But what a great game to watch! Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, they did. They did. A, they you know, and that's what Saban is, right? Right? Saban's a defensive yeah. guru and all that kind of stuff. And and I'm surprised. I was surprised that Neighbors did as well as he did in the first half. And right. then I was surprised that he did equally not as well in the second half. Like, I, I couldn't believe that you could make one little – I say one little. You could make an adjustment, and then they couldn't move him around and counter that a little bit better because LSU's done a good job this year doing those things. But they may have just said, hey, he's still better than anybody they've got. We'll leave it the same and see if we can throw it up to him or whatever, and it didn't work out. I know LSU's defense is not vintage by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Alabama's defense is pretty good. But to watch those yeah. two dudes – just run around like they were playing against eighth yeah. graders mm-hmm. was hilarious. Yeah. It was incredible yeah. to watch how they just had a whole other gear. The difference is, I, I think. Uh, tell me what you think on this. I, I think, I think, I think Daniels may have secured himself as the best quarterback coming out this year hmm. against that defense, cool. and still to be able to run around and do what he wanted to do. You know, I know there's Caleb Williams, but but uh, no. I, mean, I mean, I think Daniels is a pocket passer that does a good mm-hmm. job on pre-snap reads, playing quarterback first and running second, which is what you need to do in the NFL because if you run first, quarterback second, look at what they're doing to Lamar Jackson now. They're making him quarterback first because he's getting hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. You just can't live that way, and I think that's what Daniels is going to end up being. I'm going to go Michael Penix over Jaden Daniels. Um Love what he's been able to do, but I do agree with you on the idea that you have to play within the structure of an offense. You have to play within that structure, and that's the part where Caleb Williams, for me, has kind of not a fall. Like what we're talking about, and we're talking about we're talking about five quarterbacks are being drafted in probably the top seven, right? Where yeah. and I think it's Penix, Daniels, um, Drake May. Those three guys play within the structure of the offense, and then Caleb Williams is. Someone's going to take a bet on him, and we, we just have to figure out where they're going to take the bet on him in the, from an NFL draft standpoint. Is it number one? Is it two? Is it three? Is it four? Because he still doesn't play within the structure of offense, which brings up Lincoln Riley. Is You look at Lincoln Riley's NFL draft quarterbacks, and I'm not giving him Jalen Hurts because I've never seen another quarterback that played for Lincoln Riley <laughs> squat 700 pounds. That's Bama built. And so the reality for me is, his quarterbacks that have been drafted, um, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, Baker's a journeyman. Kyler, the, the, the excuse me, the Cardinals are in the quarterback lottery right now. So I just think that we're looking at guys that have a little bit. I think the shine's off the apple with Lincoln Riley, but I also think that we've got other guys that are in the mix with respect to Caleb Williams. And oh, let me um, let me ask you this: Where do we where do we stand on Ole Miss? Uh, in what way? Like, do I think they're going to give Georgia a ball game this week? No. Yeah. No? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Okay. I do. I do, too. Tell me why. I I, I really love um, Lane Kiffin. I do, and too, but... The, he He's put stuff on tape that Georgia is wasting time on that he's never going to run. And so he's going to show you looks that Georgia is going to be like, they do this, they do this, they do this, and they're going to either do something different or they just won't show those looks at all, and they're going to run a completely different play. And it's personnel packages, 
its formations, its motions, its all those things. I think that they're I think they're going to give Georgia a game. I think this is going to be I think that I think this might be the best game of the weekend. Georgia has a better offense. Georgia has a better defense. Georgia is at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, oh no, I agree. With Coach, what do you why do you like Ole Miss? I, I like Ole Miss because I think they do something that causes Georgia's defense to not be as good. They show him multiple looks. They can do literally yep. anything, and he can change the play faster than they can change defenses, and that yep. gives them a little advantage. The only reason I think they won't beat them is because yep. Georgia is twenty points better on third down. They are 55.2% conversion on third. That's and as sick. good as Ole Miss mm-hmm. is, <laughs> they're only crazy. 36. Yeah, The Hogs are better that's than them on third down, which is that's all you need to say. very <laughs> questionable. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what, what's going on? Now, some of that's because he knows he's going to use fourth down. Mm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and and, I, and you know yeah. that, that could have been indicative of, of when I was at you know, when I was calling plays. If I knew I was going to use fourth down, and it was fourth and three, and I knew we were going to make it anyway, third down, I, I I'd go for a chunk play, mm. lower percentage play, because and that makes your third down rate look go down. So I think his is probably more like lower forties, but still, Georgia's so good on third down, and with their their tight end, I mean, they still give you crazy matchup problems with their tight end because you're still so scared of the outside guys that you have to commit the safeties to the outside and let the linebackers run with that tight end in the middle, and they just can't do it. I trust you guys more than I trust myself, but I will tell you, watching Sports Center, not Sports Center, game day last week, and then like half the half the panel's like, George is going to kill Missouri. This is the week where they open it up and kill. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, I think they're going to kill Ole Miss, so we'll see how it goes this weekend. I, I think they might end up beating them by two touchdowns, but I think it's going to end of the third quarter, it's a one-score game. I'm one only interested, fourth, are they going to cover strikes. the number? That's <laughs> all I care about. One end of the fourth, it's a one-score game. So if you could play them for, I know you can play them for a half, if you can play them for three quarters. Yeah, if you're lane and you can make it a four-quarter game, you ought to be thrilled. I, I wonder think. if Georgia at all was overlooking Missouri, because even though their record's good and they're mm. the, they still think they're Missouri and they were looking forward to this Ole Miss game a little bit. Mm. Is that a possibility? Yeah, well, the thing that I'm thinking, there's two things. And one is Lane Kiffin runs a bunch of plays that he's never going to run that you have to practice for. I agree. And Love it. that's a problem mm. for a guy like Kirby. Like, Kirby Smart's already, he's mad. Because he's like, why do we, i got to practice this and this and yeah. this. And he's going to bring a whole new bag of tricks to the new thing. And this, like, we're not, this sucks. I hate this. Well. But then you also have, um. I mean, that Judkins touchdown, the rushing touchdown from, I think it was from like 12 or whatever it was, he he basically bisected the defense, and he could count on one guy that he saw on film that was going to over-pursue. And he sent, he sent a wing all the way across, and on a little trap block, the linebacker ran with the wing, and then all of a sudden you get this lane, and Judkins walks into the end zone untouched. And I'm like, Kirby is going to drill that into his guy, so now what's, what's Lane going to do now? Now he's going to have that guy start to do, and now he's going to be a lead guy, and now Judkins is going to run right behind him, and that's still a good play. That's what I'm looking forward to in this game is this little chess match. That's fun. All I will say is, uh, Kirby, if, if they go three and out, he's only got to prepare for three plays per possession. Yeah. So there's that. Wes, I'm sorry. Listen, yeah. I looked at, listen, I'm a UNC guy. You want to talk about, and when Larry Fedora was there, the amount of 90-second <laughs> Three announced that we had. Yeah. Yes. Georgia had Florida the week before. Huge emotional mm-hmm. game. And then last week it was another big game for them. Missouri ranked one. This one, another one. Ole Miss. Next week, another one. They play Tennessee. How does that all factor into all of this with this little gauntlet? And maybe that you well, maybe coach like you said they were over. Maybe and they're playing a Missouri? good Georgia Tech team at the end of the year too. They got yeah. a hard finish yeah. to their schedule. Very. I don't think they're thinking Georgia I, Tech I, at all. I don't think they're taking thinking Tennessee this week either. But the no, point, the point is, right. they still have a tough gauntlet of games here. It's tough. I think the big thing for them is, and, and they're doing Kirby Smart. Obviously, he's from the Nick Saban school of everything. I think they're hyper focused on what they have to do this week, which is why the um, Ole Miss thing rings true to me. Where they're hyper focused on Ole Miss, so these guys. They've been going back to their dorms, to their apartments, and they've been watching Ole Miss nonstop. Mm-hmm. These guys aren't watching those other teams. They're watching this team, which is why their eyes might deny them, and that's the problem. Uh, could or could be a problem. So I don't think they're distracted. I think that the gauntlet, with 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 the exception of health, I will give you this: health is going to be interesting when you're when you're in there. But mm-hmm. none of those teams are teams like Alabama that are going to beat you Physical. up yeah. the way that the way that Alabama would. So I think that it's all about scheme and being mentally ready, but you dump that stuff 
as soon as you're done with it, you dump it. As soon as the game is over, you dump that. You hold on to what you think you might need, or you have the ability to call back things. But at the end of the day, you're not. That's not going to hold you up from getting done game to game. Um, and by the way, can we talk about Arkansas? Because come on, let's go. Yes, I got one more thing on Georgia though, if we can for a second. Yeah. Um, the question then becomes. How real of a threat is Alabama to Georgia in an SEC championship game? Milrow led him to 500 yards. First time they've had 500 yards of offense all year. I loved what he said. They quoted him during the game in the broadcast. They said he he basically stays in the pocket during practices. And he said, I know I can run, so I need to work on this passing part of it. (laughs) He can run. There's no question. If they turn him loose in the run game, they're going to be a tough out. So give me Alabama-Georgia with five weeks to go. Does Alabama have a real shot to get by them, do you believe? Absolutely. Um, Alabama is my favorite team in the country. Woo! I don't think they're the best team. I don't think they're the best team, but they are my favorite team, and they're my favorite team. And coach, back me up on this. We're getting ready to watch. We are watching this season. We're watching Nick Saban coach football. He's not rolling a ball out there. He is coaching football, and that's what makes Nick Saban excited. I agree. I agree completely. I think this is, and, and Nick Saban looks for motivation. You know, it's a little Michael yeah. Jordany. Whenever yeah. Jordan made stuff up to motivate, him, he's like, "Did that guy? Did you say something to me?" And he's like, "I didn't say anything, Michael." He's like, "You did. You said something he about me." And then, he, then you could drop drop sixty on him. I think Saban has really listened. Everybody say they're not this, they're not that. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have this. And he's, I think you're right. I think he's paying more attention to coaching, being more hands-on than he's ever been. And I think they decided, you know, that early season stuff with not knowing who the quarterback was, that's troublesome. Mm-hmm. And now they've just said, screw it. And Milrow, the best person that benefited from this, was him, not because they, he gets to play, but because now he's like, I don't have to look over my shoulder. And yeah. basically, they've got a giant moose with deer speed playing quarterback, mm-hmm. and he throws it just well enough not to hurt him bad because he mm-hmm. misses some open dudes on the intermediate 15 and 20 yard throws that he yes, needs. If he could throw those, they'd be by, by far the best team in the country, in my opinion. Hmm. But because he does, and because they Even do with their have offensive to rely line. on it, huh? Even with their offensive line, their, the lack of offensive line helps Milrow because he drops back and it he opens up. It gets to run. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't have to stand back there. They don't expect him to. They're not trying to get him to. If that offensive line could block for five seconds, like. In the past, they wouldn't let him be what he is right now. Hmm. And right now, this is their path to victory. I'm, I'm with you. This is the one team. I'm predicting right now, Georgia doesn't win the SEC. Whoa! Hmm. Championship game. Okay. I, I just don't think. I, I think it's a. I, I, yeah. I, if I could get a good bet against them, I'd bet against them a lot. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you can't. I, just, I'm, I love Milrow. I think that that and, and the coach. The, the point that you make, you brought up coaches are great. I think that, and you're right. He's he's so inaccurate in the intermediate. But he's accurate. I don't understand how it happens. You maybe you can explain it to me. But the fact that a guy can be better throwing the ball thirty yards down the field than he is at twelve doesn't make sense. It's not logical. It, it, it is if you look at it like this. What they've taught his receivers to do is run under the ball and adjust their speed where it always lands in front of them. We call it pinning the receiver behind, pinning the defender behind you, if there is a defender. But they've learned to adjust their route so every deep throw looks perfect. Watch, they might be running 22 miles an hour. The throw's short, three yards inside. It's an easy, slow adjustment inside. They slow down, catch the ball ahead of them, it still looks like a perfect throw. And that's the difference. He's not crazy accurate, but he does put enough arc on it mm-hmm. where they can run and get to the chair. ball. Yeah. I've also seen K.J. Jefferson make a living at throwing at 30 yards better than fives, too, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm used to watching this. Uh, okay, so Michael, you want to heap some praise on Arkansas. We'll let you finish with that. Give me your thoughts Dude, on the I'm, matchup this weekend, too. I mean, because I'm concerned about Auburn more than Wes is. Uh, not that he's saying it's a layup, but I, I, I think this is going to be a tough out, honestly. I think Auburn's playing better, even though they've beaten some weaker teams. Auburn's playing weeks. better. I mean, this is, what is it, 4 o'clock game, or 3 o'clock for you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, I'm looking at this game, and I'm just like, they're, like, Auburn is, they're terrifying. They're 5-4, and four. they understand the rest, what the rest of their schedule is, because they know they're going to a bowl game because they have New Mexico State coming up. No problem. But they can get to a better one if they can, if they can win this football game. The way that I look at it is this Auburn team is so I talked about it with, with Washington State. What team is going to show up? 
What team shows up? Is it the team that lost? Not the, Is it the team that got destroyed by LSU? Is it the team that gave Ole Miss a game? Are we looking at the team that went out there and and, and, and wrestled around with, with, with Cal? What team shows up to this football game? Mm. I just well, think the last few both weeks... best teams show up? Who wins then? If both best teams show up, I think Arkansas, if both best teams show mm-hmm. up, I think it's Arkansas. Uh, largely because I have more invested in KJ Jefferson, or I believe more in KJ Jefferson. And now that we have a healthy uh, rocket, like now, now that's what I believe in. But the problem is, we don't know. If, if, I don't know if both best teams show up. We're all going to find out together. But, hey, listen, still got Florida to celebrate. That's good. Hopefully they're done with that. But, yeah, if they win this one, then you get the layup. Well, we think Florida International, then uh, it all comes down to Missouri <laughs> to get to a bowl game. But we'll see. Uh, we'll talk to you before then, though, Michael, so that's good. We'll see where yes, we are at that point. I um, Dude, I, I am, I'm actually – no, you know, you're an Iowa State guy. I almost, uh, I almost made a big mistake. I'm sorry. What? Iowa? You talking about Iowa in the under? I, no, I'm going to, I'm going to watch uh, Caitlin Clark tomorrow. Caitlin Clark? Yeah, you should. Yeah, you, sh- you should. That's a good one. Um, yeah, have, it's an Iowa. You're going to Iowa for that? I don't know. They play her. Uh, uh, Iowa's playing Virginia Tech here yeah. in Charlotte. Oh, it's in Charlotte. Okay, you should yeah, absolutely go, buddy. Listen, if she was within a hundred miles, I'd go. I pay money to go watch her play. Oh, hell, I mean, hell if she I was in two hundred miles. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to go watch her play. We've got um, not four seats, but like. Right behind. Yeah, so we're. I'm excited. No, she's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm. I will, don't yeah. don't let me forget to ask you about that when we get you back on in two weeks too. Will do. Man. Well, well I, known, um, well known I, fact by the way, Iowa's in the top twenty five. Yes. Uh, yeah. For the lowest scoring team in the top twenty five. Are you talking about football? Yeah, football. Yeah. They're in top twenty five. Oh, in the top five. They're they're terrible. They can't. They're in the, the top twenty five. The and they're number. What are they? Twenty two right now. When Danny knows yeah, would be a significant upgraded offensive coordinator, you know where they are. They're 238th in the country in scoring offense. Yeah. Where does that stand with the um, the contract situation? What's that? Where you does that stand? Iowa, you know they have a contract situation oh. where they have to finish at some point to for Ferris to keep for for the younger Ferris to keep his job. No, he's already fired. He's done. Okay. Well, they yeah. Yeah, he's done. resigned. He's out. But I don't know whether or not they have cool. to give him much money to go away or not. Because I think the deal was he had to average like 24 points a game or something. Yeah. He's not even getting 24 points a month. So I don't think it's going to be an issue. That's why he covered me last. They scored late. He was trying to get every point he could get. Yeah, they stink. Anyway. I, and they can't get it's any too bad because they have a championship group. quality defense. Their offense is so pathetic. Anyway. All right, Michael, I appreciate it. Enjoy Kaylin right. Clark. I can't wait to hear how that goes. Yeah, let you uh, you guys. I'll let you go. You guys have a good one. It's All always right. fun to talk. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. All right, sounds hey, good. Michael. Thanks, Michael Felder. Always a good time. Got to got to hit a break. Pickleball, one of the fastest growing games in the country. The Little Rock Athletic Club is currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility that will open in the early part of 2024. Play pickleball indoors and be free from the heat, cold, wind, sun, rain, and insects. Pickleball at the Little Rock Athletic Club will have observation areas, lounge areas, flat screens. It is a family-friendly facility. Join the Little Rock Athletic Club today and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contracts. LRAC.com for more information. That's LRAC.com. The Little Rock Athletic Club. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Max, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Registration is now open for the 2023 Dodgeball Santa Dodgeball Tournament, December 10th on Main Street in downtown Little Rock. Get your team together and get ready to compete for the giant wrench. Go to dodgeballsanta.com for more information. 
The new lotto game from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is creating new traditions for our players, like Mike from Bentonville. 33? Okay, got it. 34. Nope. What about 35? Okay, that's all six numbers. Who's a good boy? Your numbers, your game. Play Lotto every Wednesday and Saturday for your chance to match six and get rich. Only two bucks per play. Call or text 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Shh. <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. (laughs) Everybody, it's John Neighbors. Listen every day to Out of Bounds to hear what Joe and I have to say about what's trending on social media and whether listeners agree or disagree. Engaging conversations about engaging topics. Sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansans with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Find them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA. That's 833-886-5282. Call today. Too busy to call into the show? Text us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037. Or message us on the Asher Record Live fan feedback. Now, back to the zone. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's so what's so what's the scenario? short segment went long with Michael Felder there so getting ready to wrap things up here for this hour I, I man I, I'm so mad at myself I printed it off this morning I have no idea what I did with it but I have a sample of what a 12 team playoff would look like this year mm. and oh that'd be cool with you guys saying Georgia is not you don't think it'll win the SEC I mean Alabama Texas Florida State Michigan or Ohio State are both I mean that Tulane would be in there as the uh, group of five team mm-hmm. like this would be a fun 12 team playoff year man. Yeah. this is the, yeah this would be the best year probably for it yeah by the way, FanDuel has Georgia five and a half point favorite over Alabama in the championship game. Okay, I, I'm listening to Alabama. Maybe I think Ole Miss is going to get thumped this week. I think it's a two touchdown game at least. By the way, Kirby Smart's never beaten Ole Miss. He's only played him once, but mm. he's only beat, he's <laughs> never beaten him. So uh, I'm sure he wants to show Kirby who the real smart guy there, is. There are going to be there's going to be probably not just one but two teams left out of the playoffs. That people are just going to raise Kane about. Yeah, that are, I mean, qual- that are good, that deserve a shot. I really think I really think Washington could lose to Utah this weekend. Wouldn't shock me. And then that throws things into a tizzy. Mm-hmm. And then with with Oklahoma losing, even this if Texas the beats them, preacher bringing you the word. Famed American humorist Will Rogers used to say, "I don't make jokes. I just watch the government and report the facts." With the political world more divided and ridiculous than ever, the British band Elbow sums up the current situation with the lyric, 